Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And it's just us. Just again. Yes. Hanging out on the floral couch. On a rainy Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's a little chilly. I'm drinking coffee out of this Golden Girls mug. Oh, that's Moose. He says hi. <laughs> hi, Moose. <laughs> my wonderful Golden Girls mug Aww. that I got from Alyssa for my birthday. And Lauren. And Lauren. Aw. How was your weekend? It was good. It was busy. Except for I kind of skipped some things I was supposed to do this morning. (laughs) My parents got a new yellow lab puppy yesterday, and I went with my mom to go pick her up. Her name is Rio, which I think is super cute. Yeah. And... It was really fun. I got to snuggle her basically for three hours on the way home from picking her up. <laughs> and I put a lot of Instagram stories and Snapchats of her. And so many people were like, is that your puppy? And I just kept having to be like, I wish. <laughs> so does this make you, are you actually considering getting a new puppy for yourself? No, I, I mean, we would love to. I think eventually we'll have two dogs. But right now it's kind of just easier to have one yeah I think when we buy a house we will get two dogs for sure yeah a little more mm-hmm. space and yeah and like it's just hard if you're trying to find a different place to rent to find a place that takes pets yeah that's true mm-hmm. and then it's been super rainy and cold and I was supposed to run a 10k race this morning it's the women run the cities 10k and I totally <laughs> Just woke up and was like, it's pouring rain, and I went back to sleep. So it wasn't canceled? It was, you just chose not to go? No. they So they sent an email that was like, it might be canceled, but we'll let you know. So, like, they only cancel it if it's if it's lightning. Right. So they wouldn't cancel it even if it was pouring rain. But I was just like, okay, it's not worth it. Right. That just sounds miserable. Yeah. So... You can actually go pick up your shirt and medal <laughs> from their, like, the race planning people's office. So we're just going to do that <laughs> every time. <I> love it. <laughs> so, but I just confessed to not actually running it. So it's okay. But, yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Also kind of busy. Yesterday, our friend Lauren and I went and volunteered at a... The Leukemia Lymphoma Society Gala, which was a lot of fun. They always raise a ton of money towards finding a cure, and they just, like, announce that they're starting a new, like, initiative for pediatric cancer research, which I think is awesome. And it's just so much fun to just get dolled up and, like, see all these people, like, come together for a good cause. You guys posted a picture in your fancy gala dresses, and I was so jealous because <laughs> I want to dress up, and you guys looked so beautiful. So we'll have to post a picture for our listeners to see. Yes. So who are the people going to that gala? Is is it a lot of just, like, rich people ready to donate, and so they're just, like, dressing up for their fancy gala? Yes, but so they make it a competition. They call it the man and woman of the year. Mm-hmm. So there, I think there were six men and six women. It might have been five and five. But basically, they compete to raise the most money in, like, a span of seven weeks or something like that. And so they get people that they know to come and buy tickets to go and to donate silent auction items all to go towards their individual goal, which, on, all, like, in the end, obviously all goes to LOS. So it's basically they make kind of, like, a fun competition for a good cause. 
Okay, that's really cool. They also have a student of the year, and the student gets a scholarship for raising the most money, like, in school. And this, like, teenager raised over $90,000. I was like, that's, like, so impressive. I don't even know where to start. Did they say how he did it? No, she... She? No, she didn't get to... She got to announce some other awards for everyone that raised over 50000 but she didn't say, like, her path to getting there. Necessarily. Yeah. Uh, so grown up, just going to galas. It's just casually. inspiring. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, well, today we have just kind of a random episode of us just catching up, talking about some random news things we have. Yeah, we're just going to chit the chat, as my friend Dana says. <laughs> yes, I have an update on my trying to take down these South Beach diet promoters. Okay, please inform us and in, me. <laughs> in case anyone is curious, so I talked on the last episode about how all these Instagram people are promoting the South Beach diet and how annoying it is to me because just stop. Ugh. And <laughs> so I follow this like body positive lady. Um, she has kind of a lot of followers and I'm not even sure how she became to be like an Instagram influencer person, but it's the bird's papaya and she lives in Canada, like Toronto area. So it's just fun to listen to her Canadian accent, but she has, she's kind of like a body positive model. She like works with a bunch of different brands and stuff. And she tries to take down like different brands that are not promoting the right message. So she posted this thing that was like something about a manatee, which I obviously gravitated towards. (laughs) And it's kind of a meme, and it just has a picture of a manatee in a bikini, and it said, Manatee did not worry about getting her body ready for the beach. Instead, she hollered at the beach, are you ready for me? And the sea lowered his sunglasses, smiled, and said, you betcha, baby. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. (laughs) So I thought that was so cute. And so I saw that, and I responded to her, and I was like, thanks for posting this. I don't know if you've seen, but all these... Instagram people are promoting the South Beach diet and I just really don't think that's a good message for like all the young women followers that they have and she was like oh South Beach diet I'm coming for you so how does she I guess go about taking these brands down do you know have you seen like does she just post information about them or Yeah, so she posts information about them. She does a lot of, like, talks where she, like, kind of explains different things. Um, I don't know if you saw, like, a couple weeks ago where they were trying to take down all the, like, flat tummy tea things because the Kardashians were posting about it. And flat tummy tea is this thing that's supposed to make you, like, lose a bunch of weight really fast, but really it just, like, makes you sick. Right. And so Jamila Jamil and a bunch of these other people were trying to take down flat tummy tea and the Kardashians. And so this lady became a part of it, I think. So I just feel like she's the person who has like a little bit more influence. And so I was glad to like have that validation from her. Yeah, that's awesome. You're helping in the movement. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just a nobody trying to state my opinion out there. You're somebody on the floral couch. (laughs) <laughs> so Alyssa, you've been talking a lot about this podcoin app do you listen to your podcasts on podcoin i do i love it because 
what better way to listen to podcasts than I'm going to listen to anyway than earn points while I do it. Are all are most of your favorite podcasts on Podcoin already? Yeah, every one that I regularly listen to is automatically there and downloads for me when I subscribe. So what's the reason behind going to Podcoin to listen to your podcasts? So Podcoin pays you to listen. So for every minute you listen, you get points to redeem to either donate to charity, which is awesome, or towards gift cards. And selfishly, that is what I like because Starbucks is an option and... We all know I have a Starbucks addiction and I gave up spending money on Starbucks for as a New Year's resolution. So this is a way for me to feed my addiction without breaking my New Year's resolution. I keep forgetting to download the app, but I need to. What is it? How do you do it again? It's you go to your app store on either your iPhone or Android and download the Podcoin app. And if you enter code FloralCouch, you will get 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use code FloralCouch. So sign up. Give it a try. Get some Starbucks. In other news, are you insulted by the fact that St. Paul was named the worst city to live in Minnesota? I have mixed feels. So I made you send it to me because I hadn't seen that. And So I'm not surprised that crime was, like, a big talk, but I also feel like St. Paul is so big. Like, it's so Chicago, but it's big, and every neighborhood is different, right? So, I don't know. I love living in St. Paul. I like downtown St. Paul. There's a lot of fun things to do, and I think, like, where we went to college is, like, a beautiful neighborhood by the river. There's a lot going for it, too. So that's what I have to say about it. Well, I... I was confused because if you read the article, which we'll post in our show notes, it says that Minneapolis is worse for like the crime rates and the different things that they list for why they named St. Paul the worst. So I don't understand. And as someone who has grown up in this area, I would definitely choose to live in one of the several beautiful neighborhoods in St. Paul you named. Right. Than like anywhere near Minneapolis. So... (laughs) yeah it's all subjective and they said there were like 50 criteria and it only talked about two so I don't know what those other criteria really were so who knows but don't hate St. Paul it's great speaking of Minnesota things the Minnesota accent was also ranked the third least sexy accent in the U.S. what I just thought it was funny because we talk about our Minnesota accents all the time on this podcast (laughs) yes okay so I already told you that Minnesotan was was the third least sexy. So there's 50. There's a ranking of 50. And Minnesota is the 48th. So we're going to play a game. And you're going to guess the least sexy and the most sexy. And then we'll go through some of the other ones. Okay. And this is just in the U.S., right? Yep, just in the U.S. And it's kind of by states or or larger city. Okay. Who do you know who the audience is that's being polled? Because I feel like I'll just guess. Good question. Uh, I can see if it says. <laughs> I'm trying a to survey of, of 1.5 million social audience. So maybe like they just pulled people on the internet. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the accents that I find attractive. Maybe like a southern accent. It's just like guess them and I'll let you know if they're in the top 10. So just think okay. like top 10. 
like a Texas accent. <gasps> Number one. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. <laughs> it says Texan. Who can resist a slow Texan drawl? Not us and not our community, clearly. This, the typical Texan accent is a southern accent with a twist, with strong R's, plenty of howdies. America's sexiest accent? We'd have to agree. Ooh, okay. And so now, guess the least sexy accent? Yeah, guess the least sexy, and then we can go back to the top ten. Okay. Um, I feel like Long Island or, like... Are you cheating? No. That's the least sexy. Oh, so I was actually thinking it because Jersey Shore. Oh, um, yeah. I think the Long Island accent just, like, grinds my gear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. You maybe answered these survey questions. Maybe. Yeah, actually, they just took my results only. So, number 50, <laughs> Long Islander. People from Long Island might be a bit upset with being voted as having America's least sexy accent. But look, can they really disagree? <laughs> <laughs> So all they have for Minnesota being number 48 is throw in plenty of Minnesota yas and huns, H-O-N-S. What is that? To get I... the famous Fargo accent. Okay, Fargo's not even in Minnesota. Right. People are dumb. <laughs> Do you need us to draw you a map? <laughs> so this will only pertain to people who live in Minnesota, but I was listening to the radio and... They were talking about this, and someone called in and was like, yeah, as soon as you get north of 694, it just gets worse. It's true. Like, the farther north you go in Minnesota, the stronger the accent is. It almost yep. gets, like, more like Finlander accent. Yep. Like, <laughs> So, wait, does Minnesota is, like, so it's not just a Midwest what Midwestern accent, right? So they're actually saying Minnesota, not, like, Midwest. Yeah, they're saying Minnesota, because I think Minnesota is pretty distinct as far as the accent which and wisconsin is like kind of similar but i think it depends on where in wisconsin you are yeah i find that so interesting just because my dad works in radio and his company is like in a southern state or whatever and they will teach people to talk with like a midwesterner accent on the radio because it's like clear for people to understand a lot of times not obviously like across the board, but that has happened. And so it's interesting that it got ranked so low. <laughs> well, I think Minnesota is like a little bit more distinct. Like it's Midwestern across the board, but, but certain things that you say are like, wow, yes, you can tell you're from Minnesota. Yeah, those darn O's. Those O's, the yas, the yeah. What are the yas? Well, I don't know. Maybe we don't say that. But you're from southern Minnesota, and I'm that's from, true. like, also southern-ish Minnesota. So Yeah, that's true. We're not north of 694. <laughs> it's true. What are the other top ten? Okay, see if you can guess some of them, since you amazingly guessed the first and the last. Um, I'll give you a clue. So, so the second and the third are in a similar area to the last which is interesting. So, like, near Long Island? Yeah. It's weird, because I don't really love an East Coast accent, but, like, Boston? Yep, that's number two. Interesting. One of, of America's most imitated and parodied accents, 
Boston almost comes out on top as the country's sexiest accent. And yes, just like Mark Wahlberg, locals really do say, park your car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> you nailed that. Sure. <laughs> I'm sticking to my Minnesota roots here. Um, do you like a Boston accent? I don't really know anyone who is from Boston who like talks in an accent like that. So it's guess- not something I hear a lot. So I don't know. I guess I, like, just think of, like, a Boston accent is, like, always the, like, rough-and-tumble character in a movie or TV show. Yeah. Which is why I, like, I guess maybe it's, like, that bad boy thing. I don't know. So you're into it? <laughs> I mean, depends, but I wouldn't say it's normally something I'm looking for. <laughs> so wait, so then the third, like, in New York? Yep, it's New York. The New York accent is probably one of the most recognizable dialects in all of America, thanks to many a famous movie. NYC speakers have long vowels and short A's, fast and hypernasal, yet quite charming at times. <laughs> that just makes me think of the nanny. Yes. <laughs> Fran. Yes. <laughs> Great show. That's in- I'm, I'm so curious into who took the survey, because, I mean, obviously it's like all subjective, but... I don't think of usually the East Coast accent as like, oh, baby, baby, you know? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so Midwestern is separate. They have it separate. It's 16th. Wait, so what are they considering in the Midwest? Midwest is the 12 states that make up the Midwest have some of their own unique accents. Okay, so like Minnesota. They also have Milwaukee on here separate. But generally speaking, the Midwestern accent, I say Iowa and Nebraska, is subtle and sweet. The words Mary, Mary, and Mary all rhyme with each other. So I feel like we fall into the Midwestern accent and people yeah. north of 694 are in the bottom, that Minnesota accent. <laughs> yes. Although I've talked about this before, that when I was in school in Chicago, everyone thought I was from Canada. So <laughs> I guess... You can just accept it. <laughs> what are your favorite accents like around the world? What's it, What would you say your top favorite accent is? So I love a British accent, but I feel like everyone does. Yeah. Australian is also pretty recognizable. I like Southern accents. And so that's why I'm like, and I feel like those are usually more regarded as sexy. But the first Southern accent I see on the list is... St. Louis, I guess that wouldn't really... Oh, Mississippi, I guess, is number six. A classic Deep South accent. Watch The Help starring Emma Stone and Octavia Spencer for the perfect example. Oh, my gosh. That's a great movie. Yes, it is. Well, I guess Texas is number one, so that's... Oh, true. Wow. I also really like, like, an Irish accent. Oh, yes. Sometimes it's hard to decipher if it's Irish or British. Yeah. Depending on, like, where the person is in England. But, but yes, I love a good Irish accent. Yes. So, speaking of accents, I was thinking about the Spice Girls recently. Did you ever watch Spice World, the movie? Yes, but not, like, for a long time. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. But they all have, like, really fun British accents. But I was thinking about it because I saw that you can now go rent the Spice World bus. As an Airbnb, like it's available to stay in. Where is it? It says Greater London, England. Okay, that makes sense. Does it's the it original Spice say... Bus. 
Does it say how much it is? I'm going to look it up on Airbnb see. right now. Let's see how much it is. $109 a night, which is not that bad. How many people can fit in it? Three people. There's one bedroom with two beds and one bath. I mean, I don't think I really want to stay on a bus, but it's kind of cool. Would you ever do it if you were in London? Probably not. I'm not a huge Spice Girls fan. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought it was cool. I liked them back in the day. I could quote the movie. Yes. I mean, great songs. Yeah. Classics. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to do a quick Bachelorette recap. If you're not a Bachelorette fan, we think you should be, but feel free to skip this part of the podcast. Emily, what did you think of the season premiere with Hannah Beast? I was really entertained. Sometimes the first episode can be boring. I also think it helps to watch with friends so you can make fun of it together. But I really like Hannah. I know you are not the biggest fan, so have you changed your mind? Yeah, I feel like they sent her to, like, boot camp or something because she was, like, much more eloquent than we have ever seen her before. Like, it was just, like, hard to watch her be as awkward as I know I would be, like, and not be able to complete sentences and such. But, I mean, I was kind of proud of her. She, like, stood up for herself. Yeah, I really – I'm coming around to her. Yeah, so she stood up. So So, (laughs) there it is. She stood up for herself when – they found out that one of the guys there on the first episode had a girlfriend that he was, like, just with a few days before going on the show. And apparently, like, the girl thought or the girl said he was going to come back to her after it was all over. So she found that out. And I feel like, yeah, she stood up for herself. But also, it was, like, a little dramatic. Maybe she did that just for the sake of TV. But I feel like if it was me, I would just be like, dude, really? Get out of here like see you later and not like waste a bunch of energy like getting super upset at him about it yeah I feel like that like same it probably is for tv but also like isn't that when they're staying up all night exhausted like emotions running high like yeah and they're probably yeah it's probably the producers like telling her to confront him because it makes for good tv yeah but yeah should have just kicked his butt to the curb (laughs) I would be horrible tv (laughs) (laughs) same I really liked Luke but then hearing Luke P the guy who got the first impression rose yes but I feel like maybe I wasn't paying attention to like his opening scene and like other stuff that he said because then I was listening to other people recap the episode and talk about it and they were like wow like what a douche he is being filmed shirtless in the shower they said all he talked about was like how he would sleep around with girls and then like he had a revelation and met god while he was in the shower or something and decided like he needed to stop and like become a good person oh my god do you remember that part did he say that no but maybe we were chatting because i also liked him but i was like i'm always suspicious when someone says all of the right things Mm -hmm. and he seems to do that and it's weird, too, because the last two Bachelorettes, at least, have picked their first impression rose person. Maybe and, Hannah, Hannah's going to break the mold. Right, because I was like, oh, maybe it could be him. But they showed previews, too, and he gets in, like, fights and stuff. So I think it'll be an interesting season. Yeah, you can usually, on The Bachelorette, you can usually tell who's going to win because they're just, like, the laid-back person who's like, yep, I know I'm going to win this. So yeah. let's just well, hang they- out. Yeah, they stay out of the bullshit, like, mm-hmm. with all the other guys, like, 
because they're actually there for the right reasons. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Me too. It'll be a good season, I think. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this short episode. We'll be back next week with a guest and more exciting conversations for you. You can find us on Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Send us an email, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice message now in the Anchor app. And check out our website, floralcouchconversations.com. And you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, Floral Couch Conversations. We're everywhere. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye.